Hello, horror fanatics. I'm Frank. And I'm Jen, and we welcome you to our weekly podcast, Oh! The the horror. Horror! Thank you for joining us as we dive deep into all things horror, supernatural, scary, and downright creepy. If you like what you hear, rate, review, and subscribe, or subscribe, or follow, or smoke signal carrier pigeon, whatever. Just, just follow us. Just subscribe please. and follow us to the uh, the podcast, uh, especially if you're on Apple. It really does matter, and we, it really does help. It us. helps. It helps with the algorithms. It and, does. Um, you know, unfortunately, it's a it's a world we live in. But uh, you can also submit any ideas, comments, and suggestions to our email address at oth at seriouslydecent.com. and you can visit us right at our site at ohthehorrorpodcast.com. You can. And if you go to that site, you will see the incredibly adorable picture of the creative director who had me all kinds of not paying attention and distracted before we started, which was what started the giggle fest. Because I was like, oh, yeah, I forgot. We're doing stuff. Yeah, I normally hit record and we get some dead air in there for about 10 seconds. And then I'm looking forward, and Jen's not looking at me, her notes. Nothing. She's looking right down, and she's petting the one, the only Dean Winchester, creative director. So I had to wait a little longer for her to make eye contact, because I can't talk because it's silent, silent check, which would ruin silent check. So. I mean... And we're a one-and-done podcast. I mean, you know, we've been doing this for a while now. Yes. So we got the audio stuff figured out where we're just like, yeah, you know, let's just record, get some dead silence. Fucking go. Start, talk, (laughs) finish. Yeah. That's a wrap. Yeah. That kind of requires participation on my part, though. Put some some music in and upload it. In my defense, he did have a rogue hair by his eye. And I don't know if you've ever had a, a big dog, but... Do we really need to get into that, though? (laughs) Can't you just say I wanted to pet and love my dog? That's a good enough excuse. I mean, yeah, I was doing that. Yeah. He kind of demands it. You don't don't have a choice. Yeah. (laughs) He would not be doing well in the the Me Too area because he just kind of demands your attention, whether you want to give it to him or not. Yeah, no's not really an answer. Yeah, no. It's not acceptable. Yeah. yeah. I don't even think he speaks no. No, he doesn't. No, yeah, I, I don't know. That means more, right? Yeah. It just means, hold on. You know you want it. Hold on. <laughs> Look at me. Look at me. You know you want it. <laughs> come over here. Or I'll come to you. Yeah. Either yeah. or. Like walking past him is not an option. Not really. He all but chases after you like. Did you not? See, did you not see me? Was that, I remember when he was a puppy. That oh was my the funniest God. thing because like it was a, someone would walk by and he'd look, and then he'd look at us, or you know, one of us walking like, but why didn't he stop? There were several <laughs> times when he turned around. He's yeah. like, must follow. That person needs help. We must follow. Oh boy! <laughs> and we had to feel like not everybody wants to be your friend, bud. And he just looked like. Is that a thing? That's not a thing. <laughs> That's not real. Is that, is that, is that a thing? <laughs> uh, cult of the month. Yeah. Here we are again. Uh, 
back at the beginning. Another cult. <laughs> another month, another cult. Yeah. Yeah. Man, I got to tell you. Episode 92. Yes. Jehovah's Witness this month. Yes. Yeah. So here's the, the silver lining. Yeah. of doing these cults. Yeah. I used to hear a horrible story and be like, how the hell does that even happen? Like, yeah. Yeah. In 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 what space does this even remotely seem like a possibility? Mm-hmm. And now I'm like, yeah, no, I get, I I get it. I understand I, pretty I, much I see how it could happen. Everything that goes off the rails yeah. that a group of yep. people's involved in. Mm-hmm. I I could sit there and just like like a detective in you the scene of a crime. You can the moment. <laughs> yeah, just like a detective as a scene <laughs> yeah. of a crime. Be like, this is how it went down. Yep. You know, it's. Oh. Um, I'm so glad we did these. And me um, too. And and we're doing these. Uh, I I think at some point we'll have to pull the audience. I don't know how we're gonna do that. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> okay, guys, raise your hands. We're yeah. <laughs> we're we're under debate of whether we should stick with cult of the month next year because right now is when we start planning right next year or or do something else like serial killer of the month yeah i don't know if i want i don't know i'm on the fence and all that yeah but at the end the audience drives it so yeah so you guys you know, i was thinking maybe you putting a poll on um the facebook group okay um you and, could uh, you could poll on instagram and too. poll on instagram mm-hmm Ideally, mm-hmm, if mm-hmm. I was motivated enough to get like a newsletter started, but then it's like, you know, I get the power of a newsletter. Like all the bloggers, everybody says it. Like get the email. The email's key. Because no, what they say is like the email's your. See, I'm going to say this out on air so you all know what goes on behind the scenes on yes. these things. The email is gold mm-hmm. to a blogger, a. Uh, an influencer and you know that's why they want those newsletters and they offer something so like the news ones you get our like news block mm-hmm. and uh you know any any other blogger you know it's little extra stuff but to them the email is like the most committed part of the audience mm-hmm. and i understand that to a, a degree unfortunately i think newsletter wise i don't think we're big enough I mean, no. we're getting big in size, which, by the way, Thank you. new folks coming in here, and uh, you're definitely new. I yeah. mean, because the numbers have bumped up quite a bit. And I get it. It's the season. Mm-hmm. Everybody's getting into the Halloween spirit and all that mm-hmm. stuff. But thanks for checking us out if you're new. We it's do Halloween this, here. 365. 365. We do this year round <laughs> yeah. every week. Yep. And uh, we're fortunate enough to, uh, I think it was last year at this time, was when we learned that we were in the top 50 top 60 of feed spot for well yeah the top 80 you know, um yeah but horror. we were in the 60 yeah. 60 range through there and now we're creeping up on the 50 we're getting on the lower half of 100 yeah. it's out of the top 100 yeah. so again thank you so much for for doing this and uh and listening to us cuz even listening gets us on those lists yes and those are some awesome podcasts that were yeah, and in, in a with. list with yeah. you know, and um, and they're really really good. So we're glad just to be a part of it. Uh, again, that's where it really helps if you subscribe mm-hmm. on Apple Podcasts or follow you know, or whatever they're doing. We're now. just gonna call it subscribe, okay? You know, because it gets confusing. 
Well, it was confusing to me too because yeah. I was looking. Yeah. F- I was looking. For no, everybody sub- knows what follow and subscribe. Yeah. I mean, it's twenty twenty two, but but yeah, call to the month. It definitely it's opened my eyes on a lot of th- there. Like you said, there's things I've seen, and you know, I used to just be like, how could a group of people do that? Yeah, and it's just random things, yeah. you know. But now you see how groups get together and yep. Um, one thing I wanted to do before we got into this is we rarely, uh, when we start these, we usually just get right into them, but what is a cult? And I was trying to look for something not too wordy, not Mm -hmm. too something. And I found a nice little quick blurb on it. I was going to share it. A high control group using undue influence. Yes. Undue being excessive or improper Mm -hmm. influence. Yes. That's, that's a description for cult. And I think, it was necessary to do it on this as we get into this because yeah. uh, Jehovah's Witness uses some, because they have right on their site what their definition of a cult is, which they don't really define. and uh, And they give some reasons. But before we get all hot and heavy into that, what do you got for sources this week? <laughs> Britannica! No Jehovah's way. Witnesses believe. Oh my <laughs> God. And then WashingtonPost.com, Jehovah's Witnesses resume door knocking. Okay. I have uh, the Jehovah's Witness site.org. I couldn't. I, I oh, went to that site and I was like, me? I'm out. I hopped I'm not in. drinking anything you got to provide. I hopped in with <laughs> reckless abandon. Oh. I jumped right in the pool nude. <laughs> Saw how f- how deep the pool went on yep. the bottom, and then I swam laps yep. in every okay. direction to All see right. how far as the the pool goes. Well, then I think you should steer the <laughs> Bust ship. Bust this thing yeah. open. Um, the uh, Christianity dot com. I I did some uh, perusing around. Okay. And uh, independent uh, UK, uh, the independent uh, site they got there. Okay. And then there's this uh, other source that I got, uh, freedomofmind.com. And they have a, uh, it's called a... Irony. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. It's called the bite model of authoritarian control. Okay. Undue influence, thought reform, brainwashing, mind control, trafficking, and the law. It's actually a really, really good site. If I'm being honest, yeah. I... uh... I... I'll share it with you after. I'm this, intrigued. But, but uh, they actually had a really cool document that explains uh, what a cult is. And they mm-hmm. have this bite model. And it's an acronym. Mm-hmm. B is for behavior. I is for information control. T is for thought control. And E is emotional control. Right. And each one of those quadrants, they have uh, about like eight to ten... Uh, sentences or statements Mm -hmm. that say, you know, this is an example of behavior control. This is an example of information control. And then they'll have it subset it down. So like for information control, number one is deception. And then they have A, deliberately withhold information. Yep. B, distort information to make it more acceptable. And C, systematically lie to the cult member. Yeah. So here's what I thought. Okay. I thought, on me, Thunder. I thought we do all of the cult of the months, and on the last month, we go through this whole bite model. 
Oh, that'd be cool. Because, you know, now what you've learned from right. all the cults yeah. from January all the way to the end yep. of the year, now we could do a review and go through all of these points and give the examples of, hey, right, yeah. this is how mm-hmm. Nexium was. This right, is how yeah. Heaven's Gate was. And this is how Jehovah's Witness was. I would know. like to note that uh, the aftermath... With yes. Leah Remini, mm-hmm. they did feature Jehovah's Witnesses. They also featured Mormons. So if you would like to learn a little bit more, and they actually spoke with former members of yes. the churches. Yeah. <clears throat> no, it was uh, definitely a good segment. Because, shocker, all three, Scientology, Mormons, and mm-hmm. Jehovah's Witnesses, if you leave the church, there's a disconnection. Yeah, so that's where I think we'll just hop right into this yeah. and, and to what the Jehovah's Witnesses think they are and <laughs> and what they are. Okay. Because Jehovah's Witnesses is pretty muddy, you know. It really is. Like, there's other cults which won't be named. There's right, a big yes. one coming. I think you've all put it together. But, <laughs> but, no, there's other cults where, I mean, it's just like straight up cult. Yes. And everybody acts as cults where... But I've I've known a couple people, and you've known some as well, yes. that have gone the Jehovah's Witness way. Yes. Or uh, I remember I went to school with a girl, a uh, super nice girl, uh, but her family was Jehovah's Witness. Mm-hmm. And that's usually how most people get exposed to it. Right. It's like they go to yes. school with somebody or someone knows a family that's in it, but right, with yes. their kids and, mm-hmm. you know, and and the, the weird part that sticks out is they don't celebrate, like, birthdays yeah uh christmas easter none of that type of stuff and jehovah's witness i would say probably in a nutshell i hate saying nutshell but here we are (laughs) is uh throw us in that nutshell babe yeah so basically they follow the uh niv um wasn't it the new international version bible okay that's pretty much what they'll the, they they go around. Mm-hmm. Uh, they don't believe in the Trinity, which is what separates them from most Christian type religions. Religions, correct? You yes. Know, and for those that don't know, the Trinity is God, Jesus, and the Holy Spirit. And they don't believe that that Trinity concept. Got it. Yeah. Interesting, because Britannica has, uh, they affirm that God, Jehovah, Mm -hmm. is the Most High. Jesus Christ is God's agent, through whom sinful humans can be reconciled to God. The Holy Spirit's where they stop. And the Holy Spirit is the name of God's active force in the world. Maybe they've changed some things, but a lot of stuff that I read, they I know, you want to talk about a doomsday cult? Ta-da! Yeah, pretty much. Um... I think the one spot to really start is they have this uh, th- this segment here of is Jehovah's Witness a cult? Mm-hmm. I figure this would be the good platform to start okay. off, and then we can go back. Oh, and forth is this this is, this is the Jehovah's right off, off their site? JW.org. Okay, this is this right. is it. And lay it on me. They they come out with a strong no. Jehovah's Witnesses are not a cult. Rather, we are Christians who do our best to follow the example set by Jesus Christ and to live by his teachings. So now this is where the magic comes. Okay. Immediately. Okay. Yeah. Like for those that get sucked into cults quick, this is how quick you could figure it out. 
first off, they have a page that says, we're not a cult. Yeah. And they got to have this dissertation mm-hmm. on it. But it's not descriptive. So they go, the term cult means different things to different people. No, it doesn't. (laughs) However, consider two common perceptions regarding cults and why those perceptions don't apply to us. So let's start off here real, real quick. What is a cult is the heading. I can show this to you. It's a big, bold question mark. I saw it on their site. And I was like, well, clearly this is... And then they go, oh, well, it means different things to different people. So they didn't define cult at all, which I so adequately felt it was important to say it's a high control group using undue bracket excessive improper influence. Yes. And so here we are. The two common perceptions, according to Jehovah's Witness, regarding cults and why those... Perceptions don't apply to Jehovah's Witness. Okay. Number one, some think of a cult as being a new or unorthodox religion. Now, if you know nothing about cults, that's not a perception. No, it's not. You know, oh, it's just because you're new and you're unorthodox, man. You're a cult. <laughs> you know. Okay. So Jehovah's Witnesses, their explanation on this, uh, have not invented a new religion. Mm. Put a pin in that. Okay. On the contrary, we pattern our worship after that of the first century Christians whose example and teachings were recorded in the Bible. So they go off that whole Second Timothy uh, chapter 3, 16 and 17, which kind of gives like the description of what like a bishop is basically like a leader, you know, Okay. and there's these things and, and all churches lean on that. Mm-hmm. So they're saying basically just like every, uh, every other one. Mm-hmm. And uh, we believe that the Holy scriptures should be the authority on what is orthodox and matters of worship. And we'll repeat that because it bears repeating. Please. We believe that the Holy scriptures should be the authority on what is orthodox and matters of worship. Okay. This is what every branch of Christianity does. Yes. They believe that the scriptures are the authority. Mm-hmm. Put a pin in that. Okay. So the next bullet point is some think of a cult as being a dangerous religious sect with a human leader. Now, emphasis on human, human. leader yeah. because they do have leaders. They're elders. They sure do. And they say Jehovah's Witnesses do not look to any human as their leader in the singular presence. Like, yeah, it's real classic wordmanship there mm-hmm. or wordsmithing. So rather, we adhere to the standard that Jesus set for his followers when he stated, your leader is one, the Christ. And that's Matthew chapter 23, verse 10. So their last little blurb is far from being a dangerous cult. Jehovah's Witnesses uh, practice a religion that benefits themselves and others in the community. For example, our ministry has helped many people to overcome harmful addictions, such as the abuse of drugs and alcohol. In addition, we conduct literacy classes around the world, helping thousands learn to read and write, and we are actively involved in disaster relief. We work hard to have a positive impact on others, just as Jesus commanded his followers to do. And then they have a blurb that, goes in connection with that of Matthew chapter five right. verses yeah. 13 through 16. I wanted I'm going to, re- to agree to disagree. With well, them. I wanted to read yeah. that because then if there's some Jehovah's witnesses that go crazy, like you call us a cult, we're not a cult. 
I just read your little blurb. Yep. You had your your opinion. Yep. If you don't like that opinion, talk to your elders and let me know how it works out for you. Yeah. You can email me at uh, oth at seriouslydecent.com. That's if you email, you know. Yeah. Yeah. If you're allowed to do that. Because yeah. I know you have to tithe. So you have to give a certain percentage no. of your income to the church. You, you ask permission from your elders and see if you can email me. You yes. let me know how that works yeah. out. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to imagine I get elders who by the way, are human and by the way, dictate what happens within the church. Yeah. Saying they're, uh, you know, I'm going to get radio silence on that. Okay. So, so, uh, I, do you want to do how it's founded or do you want me to cook with that for a bit or do I even have how it was founded? All right, I'll do it. So the group emerged from uh, a Bible student movement founded in the late 1870s by Charles Taze Russell who has also co-founded the Zion's Watchtower Track Society in 1881 to organize and print the movement's publications. A leadership dispute after Russell's death resulted in several groups breaking away, with Joseph Franklin Rutherford retaining control of the Watchtower Society and its properties. Rutherford made significant organizational and doctrinal changes, including the adoption of the name Jehovah's Witnesses, uh, in 1931 to distinguish them from other Bible student groups and symbolize a break with the legacy of Russell's traditions. So 31, 1931 was when it started getting traction, so Got to speak. It. So for those of you that don't know Jehovah's Witnesses, they're best known for their door-to-door preaching, mm. distributing lit- literature such as The Watchtower and Awake. Yep. Um, and for basically like refusing military service, they're great. Oh, at they that. refuse a lot of things. And uh, medical treatment, blood transfusions. They hate the blood transfusions. No, nope, won't do um, it. They're also leaning heavily into um, not vaccinating as well. Like mm-hmm. essentially, they they're they're not cool on doctors. Probably because there's not a scripture about a doctor. Yeah. So it's a worldwide movement. They have worldwide yep, memberships. It's approximately about nine million. Uh, involved in the evangelism and uh, their annual memorial attendance can be over 21 million. They say Uh, they're directly uh, they are directed by what's called the governing body of Jehovah's witnesses. And this is the group of elders in Warwick, New York. And uh, this establishes all the doctrines based on the interpretations of the Bible. Mm -hmm. They believe that the destruction of the present world uh, system at Armageddon is eminent. Yes. Uh, yeah, they believe they're living in the end times. Like, it's a matter, it, any it's, day it's now eminent. it could end. It's going it to happen, which, I mean, what a prophecy. Of course it's eminent at some point. Yeah. And that basically the establish, uh, establishment of God's kingdom over the earth is the only solution for problems faced by humanity. The only solution. Okay. So, again... If someone knocks on your door and they talk to you about Jesus, Jesus Christ, accepting Jesus Christ as your personal savior, mm-hmm. and then they say, we'd like to give you some literature on it. Yes. And if it's the watchtower and awake, that's Jehovah's Witness. Yes. And this is what you're going to hear today. <laughs> the only other organized religion that goes door to door is the Latter-day Saints. And 
for me, that was relatively recently. Yeah. The Jehovah's, I mean, granted, we did have a kingdom hall. And the Latter-day Saints is a branch of Mormonism. Mormonism, Mormonism, yeah. yeah. So they consider the use of God's name vital for proper worship. They reject the Trinitarianism, the Trinity Mm -hmm. type concept. Uh, Inherent uh, immortality of the soul and hellfire, which I didn't get too much into. Uh, which they consider to be unscriptural doctrines. And there is some de- debate in the Christian community of whether the Trinity is a scripture-type doctrine. Because okay. the Bible doesn't really say the Trinity. It, it doesn't say God, Jesus Christ, and the Holy Spirit, this is the Trinity. It's not in the Bible. But there's a lot of inferences to it, and yes. that's where yeah. people get it from. And when I say a lot of inferences, I mean, we are talking like 40 to 50 examples yeah. that infer on this in similar type language. Well, I mean, it's like, uh, please do not feed the bears. And because it doesn't say your name specifically, <laughs> you feed the bears. True, true. So they do not observe Christmas, Easter, birthdays, or other holidays and customs. They consider uh, those to have a pagan origin incompatible with Christianity. They also don't observe certain laws. They don't salute the flag of any nation, believing it an act of false worship. They refuse to perform military service, do not participate in public elections. And then they brought the um, Supreme Court cases regarding judgments on free exercise of religion Mm -hmm. and... Yeah, yeah. So they prefer to use their own Bible translation. And that's yes, the, they do. That's the New World Translation of the Holy Scriptures. Mm-hmm. That's what it was. It, not the NIV. I was, I was wrong about that. It's the New World Translation. And although their literature occasionally quotes and cites other Bible translations, adherents commonly refer to their body of beliefs as, quote, the truth, and consider themselves to be, quote, in the truth. Those are statements you hear. Mm-hmm often with uh, Jehovah's Witness. They consider human society to be morally corrupt and under the influence of Satan, and most limit their social interaction with non-witnesses. And non-witnesses being non-Jehovah's Witnesses, you know, dispel it out a little bit. So congressional disciplinary actions include disfellowshipping. It's an actual term. Yes. Their uh, term for former expulsion and shunning, a last resort for what they consider serious offenses. Baptized individuals uh, who formally leave are considered disassociated and are also shunned. Disfellowshipped and disassociated individuals may eventually be reinstated if deemed repentant. The group's position regarding conscientious objection to military service and refusal refusal to salute state symbols, like you said, like the national anthems and flags, has brought into conflict with some governments because it's a worldwide group. Yeah. Uh, Consequently, some Jehovah's Witnesses have been persecuted and their activities are banned or restricted in some countries. Yes. It's gone that far. Yes. Uh, persistent legal challenges by Jehovah's Witnesses have influenced legislation related to civil rights in several, several countries. The organization has received criticism regarding biblical translation, doctrines, 
and alleged coercion of its members. The Watchtower Society has made various unfulfilled predictions about major biblical events, such as Christ's second coming. Yes. The advent of God's kingdom. Yes. And Armageddon. Yes. Their policies for handling cases of uh, child sexual abuse have been the subject of various formal inquiries. Justifiably so. Yeah. And basically... The background is 1870 to 1960, where you have Charles Taze Russell, and then they did the reorg when he passed. Okay. And that was from 1917 to 1942, where Joseph uh, Franklin Rutherford uh, began the the Watchtower Society, you know, yes. and 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 all of that through there. And, and then, I believe that's when they started to purchase their kingdom halls. Kingdom halls, yep. exactly. And then from 1942 to present is what you would consider basically they're just ongoing continual development yes. of, we'll just say, the religion for now. Okay. Uh, and... Or not, Dino. You tell me what. No. No. I don't like it. No, guys. It's got to be something else. So, if you were to meet someone in Jehovah's Witness, this is where I, I said last week, like, this is a tricky one. It really is. Because there's a I've met groups of Jehovah's Witnesses that are nice people. Mm-hmm. They you know, they communicate well with you, you know, and I, I mean that in the sense of there's no judgment. Right. Super nice. Yes. They're just another person. Mm-hmm. And they seem to have great experiences with it. Mm-hmm. I've spoke to a lot of people that are just, no, it works for me. Mm-hmm. All of it's good. You know. It's like okay. And you're not being a bad person to me. Right. You're not being yeah. a bad person to anyone else. I don't know what you do in your group. Right. Yeah. And that's where the, the lines get blurred. I never, before my ex-sister-in-law and her, I don't, I would assume her husband joined the church as well. Um, But like when my ex and I got together, they weren't, they weren't in the church. And then all of a sudden- it was, oh, you know, they're they're not coming mm-hmm. to Christmas or they're not coming to Thanksgiving. They're not participating in any of that. They're Jehovah's Witnesses now. Yeah. And I was just like, wait, what? When did it, it? And it seemed like it happened overnight. And it was surprising. But like... Like I was saying in a previous episode, okay, we didn't get together on Christmas, but between Christmas and New Year's, she would ask the family to all get together. We'd meet at somebody's house that, you know, had had enough space for everybody. Yeah. And then she would proceed to hand out presents and stuff. Yeah. And I was like, okay. And she... She continues to this day to send me watchtowers or awake, mm-hmm. um, usually accompanied by a letter saying, you know, we just have this really great message and I didn't want you to miss out on it. I thought you should, you know, you should be a part of this or, or mm-hmm. you know, give this a read. And I'm like, no, no, thank you. Yeah. And I'll be honest, I kind of regret 
because I knew we were going to be doing an episode on them. Mm-hmm. But like it's an automatic reflex. As soon as I open up the letter, yeah. I'll read her letter, toss whatever insert she has sent me, be it awake or yeah, yeah. Or yeah. the the watchtower. Like it it's just like it's as soon as I open the letter, boom, that's gone. And mm-hmm. then I just read her letter. And I wish I had kept one so that you know, we could refer to it because I got to tell you, their messages are. No, it's it's definitely it's geared towards uh, there's a story I have here. Uh, I, I, I saw a couple of them. I don't know how many I'll get to share, but there's this uh, woman uh, over in, in England and basically she was born into it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, she was saying that they would knock on her door and you know, they caught her mom at a, just a vulnerable time of crisis, which is how this crap works. 90% of the time. Yeah. If not more. Yeah. You know, and um, you know, there was just issues going on at the house and the, the mother started attending meetings. And of course, you know, the father looks and it seemed like it helped her. Right. You know, so he's not going to get in the way with it. You know, and uh, she's attending these meetings at their local Kingdom Hall, doing it like three times a week, and then door knocking in the local area to recruit new members. It's mm-hmm. usually what they do with new yes. people that they're bringing in. And, um, you know, as a child, she's recalling of being taken out to preach like every Christmas day, something she hated because she, you know, they received a ton of negative responses on it, you know. Why would you do that? Yeah, and and remembers a, a man shouting at her father saying that, you know, the children should be at home opening presents rather than knocking on doors. Yeah. You know, and this is where these kids are, you know, this this young doing this stuff and, they, and they're trained, you know, they're trained with good arguments for each subject that could be raised. They're coached. Yes, they you know, are. They're coached on all of these individual things. And, and uh, you know, she you know, had a good argument for evolution and uh, a good argument for not giving blood transfusions, even if it's for a family member, Mm -hmm. you know, but um, you know, this is, this is how it goes, you know, and, and like even not celebrating the holidays, it's because they had pagan origins, you know, and the whole celebrating birthdays, it's the point of placing you on a pedestal and the only person you should honor is God. This is, you know, this is getting into the meat and potatoes of, who they are yeah. and what they're at, at a, at a core, a core belief, right. you know, and for someone that is born into the religion, not having a birthday party doesn't seem strange because everybody around doesn't celebrate birthdays. That's true. You However, know. if they are in a public school, it does put them in a very yeah odd and strange situation because there are, I have, I, I don't remember if it was in one of the docs I watched or I'm pretty sure it was a doc I watched where it was a, a kid that was going to public school mm-hmm. and they were saying anytime there was a holiday, you know, be it somebody's birthday or Christmas, Valentine's Day, whatever, they were they were not allowed to participate in like they had to leave the classroom and go to like the library or something like they were completely separated from the rest of the group. So if 
this is what you want to do, if this is your chosen religion, mm-hmm. to, I don't know, maybe uh, if you want to make sure your kid stays in the church, maybe homeschool them. Yeah, but here's the thing. This is where, this is where you're getting into the real guts of cults. Mm-hmm. Because the object of the group is to say, you know, like, like this, uh, every example I heard was the same thing. We were encouraged not to associate with anyone outside the religion. Mm-hmm. And that's yeah. like your cult 101, like Correct. you're in a cult. Yeah. And, uh, but the thing is, is like I said, with her friends not celebrating her, the birthdays, you're making a normal. Right. Yes. That's outside of the real normal. Mm-hmm. And at a kit for kids, that's super, super impressionable mm-hmm. because you go through, you know, this girl went, uh, the one that I'm referring to in here, she was baptized at age 14. Mm-hmm. So from the time she was born to 14, it was this instillment of the birthdays, the holidays, the, all this stuff. And you're around this group of people mm-hmm. three times a week meeting. Yep. And of course, if you're meeting that much, you're meeting outside of it too. Correct. Families yes. having dinner together, mm-hmm. you know, because you can't relate to anyone else. So right. Yes. You're getting, you're creating this group. And then even when she got baptized at 14, it was a full immersion in a pool at one of their conventions. Yep. At the time, she's like, you know, I, I thought that's what I wanted. She's like, a friend of mine was baptized at 12 years of age. I was quite close to her. So I asked my parents in the next two years and they agreed. The elders take them through these set of questions uh, to ensure that you know what you're getting into. But here's the problem. You're 14. Yeah. You don't know what the hell you want. No. You don't know what the hell you're getting into. No. You know, and you just look around at that. Like, that's right pickings for people. That's, that's, I always feel bad for these kids that are born into these organizations. Yeah. Because they just they don't really know don't any have, better. And they don't have a choice. And at those, the end of the day, yeah. it's presented as it's a choice like oh yeah. we're going to ask you all these questions so that we're sure you understand what you're getting into mm-hmm. however you've been indoctrinated for 14 years that yeah. oh no this is just how the world she's is she's already indoctrinated at 14 yeah at 12 and 14 these girls are indoctrinated mm-hmm. the boys are indoctrinated mm-hmm. and that's where i always say like you know i was talking with somebody and they were just you know they're like yeah you know you do a lot of this stuff on cults and all that and they're like you know how, how would you start one is mm-hmm. how it was asked. I told you right. the one about yeah. the dude at work, but this is a different person. And they go, uh, I told him, I said, I need five rider dies. Yeah. I have five rider dies mm-hmm. into my idea, whatever it is. Yep. I mean, first I got to build an idea. Right. But I need five rider dies. And then I, that's all it takes is time. Right. You just let your rider dies go. all it takes is time. No, we move as a group. And, okay. you know, and basically you get in a room full of 20 people. Now you've got all these experiments we talked about where right, yeah. you have six people, you know, me and my five people mm-hmm. telling you what reality is. Right. And there's others that are just, you know, upset at life, upset at themselves, depressed, mm-hmm. whatever, just enough to make you not resist because you want to be part of this group. And you're like, man, these six people really got their fucking shit together. Yeah. They you seem know, cool. They seem cool. And you get through. And with these types of groups, they start with the best intentions, most of them. 
Right, yes. Because what it is is, hey, I got this great idea and it's going to change your life. And it does. It does change their life. Right, yes. But then what happens is, is it just morphs into, they break the numeral uno rule. And this is where I said, let's put a pin in this statement. And the statement was, um, you know, of course, now I got to freaking find it. But um, the statement was, is that they don't look at an individual human as their leader. Mm-hmm. Now, most cults screw that up and they make an individual their leader. Correct. Like Jonestown. Yes. yes. You know, that guy wanted to lead the world. You know, he yes. wanted to lead everything. Um, but it also. Heaven's en- Gate. T and Doe. T and Doe. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And then, but then you also got like a group of people and that's Nexium. Yeah. You know, everybody wants to say, oh, Keith, Keith Ranieri was the leader. No, he wasn't the leader of that cult. He nudged him along and pushed him around. Yeah. But that group of chicks just below him were yeah. the leaders of that cult. Yeah, they were. Because they were. They... that cult stopped when they stopped. Yes. You know, that's mm-hmm. that's how it worked, you know. But that's where they, you know, Jehovah's Witnesses breaks their own rule. Because, like, even this girl, you know, when she's saying, oh, you know, I was going to go and, uh, you know, get a baptized and all that stuff and the elders take you through these everything works around yep. the elders and oh, it's yeah. like you, you yeah of course you're not making a human uh an individual entity but you're making a group of people a group and of these, humans and yeah. these group of people and and that group of people supposedly determines what's good from the sacraments yes it's a recipe for disaster and um you know the elders uh thought being baptized would make this specific person, a more committed Jehovah's Witness, and they were wrong because two years later she wanted out. And Makes sense, a, yeah. Well, it's 16 years old. Yeah. You know, there's no surprise here. No. You know, 16 years old. Getting you're more exposure to the world. Getting more exposure and then, to the world. Hey, and, wait a minute. And you're putting some of your thoughts together and yeah. thinking, wait a second, you know, mm-hmm. I don't know about this, you know. And uh, she asked the elders to disfellowship her. She wanted you know, her own life. She wanted her own freedom. She's dating this young guy who wasn't in the religion. And, mm-hmm. you know, she saw all of the freedom that he had. Right, she yeah. She wanted that too. And, uh, you know, she she said, she says, I, I knew that would happen. You know, so she had to choose at this point to, from her family or her own life. Right. And this is just cult crap here. Mm-hmm. You know, and you're shunned once you leave. Yes. And, um, you know, when she was young, she didn't appreciate those consequences and the effect that it would have her later on down mm-hmm. the line. She was rebellious and, you know, not looked favorable upon her parents, but, you know, it just had this big effect on her. And uh, she said she was brought through these three elders known as a judicial committee. Yes. And like I said, I'm singling out this person. I read six other stories and they're basically carbon copy footprint. I can't even remember yeah. how many stories they had on the, the Leah remedies. Yeah. Yeah. On the aftermath. It, one of them was this woman going specifically to yeah. uh, Warwick, New York mm-hmm, mm-hmm. to speak with them. And they would never speak with her. Yeah. So she's brought between three elders known as a judicial committee mm-hmm. and they're tried, you know, they tried to convince her not to leave before the disfellowshipping. Um, she said, I've been in front of them twice previously for various things. You know, she wasn't obedient. Mm-hmm. Um, they tried to talk her out of it. She insisted, you know, she's like, I had my boyfriend, so I knew there was someone to support me. Uh, maybe if I'd been on my own, she goes, I would have never have asked. It's true. 
And again, this is like they they bank on that. Oh yeah, yeah. It's the isolation of it and the approval. Mm-hmm. You know, oh, yep. we're fine if you marry so and so. Yeah, he's in he's in the fellowship. Mm-hmm. You know, nothing to do with the ring. Different ring. Have you met Jamie? <laughs> Have he's, you met? He's here five days yeah, a week. Five days a week. You know, look at all the flair he has. Mm. You know. And uh, as soon as she left, her life changed. She goes, everyone you've known and grown up with shuns you. Yep. And they don't speak to you anymore. Uh, if they see you on the street, they'll cross the other side and speak to you. And she's like, you just have to get used to it. She goes, with my parents, I was still living in the family home. So they, uh, they had to interact with her as they usually would. Yeah. But there was a, she goes like, there was an atmosphere. And she's like, they told me I couldn't leave home unless I was married. She goes, I discussed this with my boyfriend about five weeks later, age 17, we're married and we move out. And she said the adjustment after that, and this is what we talk about from time to time. When you're raised in a cult, you do not realize how isolated you are from the outside world. So when you come out, it's extremely difficult to learn how to mix with a community, to make friends and trust others because you're taught to trust no one in the world. Correct. And many people who leave cults are isolated and a lot of them have committed suicide, which is terrible. It's horrible. I'm not surprised by that. No. Because the cult spends the whole time telling you the only people you can trust are the people here. Yeah. This is your family. Yeah. And should you leave, you don't have any of us. And a lot of times they're so restrictive and what they allow of the outside world that a lot of times these people aren't educated. They don't have a network of people. Oh. They don't know how to get a job. They don't know how to work. No, they don't have Or they any... don't have a history. Like there's all these things that they don't think about. Yeah. But by the same token, it's your freedom. I get that. And that's how addictive freedom is. Yeah. You know, that people will, you got to think about that. How amazing freedom is. That people will leave all of this and they'd rather be tragically uncomfortable in freedom than to be in a controlled situation like that. Yeah. And that says a ton about your freedom and you should never, ever take it for granted. You know, because once it's gone, you're in this whole different system, you know. And um, yeah, she said, you know, a lot of them, you know, they just, they're isolated, commit suicide. Uh, She goes, of course... Jehovah's Witnesses will vehemently dispute that they're in any way a cult and have a section on their website dedicated to it, which I Correct, shared. yes. You know, it's all coming together. <laughs> but she says, no, Jehovah's Witnesses are, it'll say, no, Jehovah's Witnesses are not a cult. Rather, we're Christians who do our best to follow the example set by Jesus Christ and to live by his teaching. The website continues to argue that they're not a cult. And, you know, we, we go through that. You know, they haven't invented a new religion. So they do not look to a human, you know, a human as their leader. She goes, but she disagrees. And this is where I found out the bite model thing there. Right. And she goes, the religions viewed as cults interfere with your personal life. They control what you wear, yes. what you read, yes. and what you watch on TV. Yes. We, they weren't even allowed to watch Scooby-Doo. Correct. Yes. Know? And, um. You know, the bite model she referred to, and that's where I went into it. And, you know, she left her parents and the religion she was raised in. She felt vulnerable in her marriage when she was pregnant with her daughter. So she returned to Jehovah's Witness. Well, it's all she knew. And it was so that she could have the contact and support from her family again. Yep. You know, so she goes through all of this. Mm -hmm. 
and then has a child and has that whole thing of, I want my child to know who their family is, Mm -hmm. you know. And she went through a process of being reinstated where she had to attend church for six months without talking to anyone to prove that she was committed to being a member again. It's insane. After leaving her first husband, she married again. So the one that got her out, she left, or they split, whatever. I'm going to imagine they split when she wanted to go back. He's probably like, fuck that noise. I'm betting. Or they split and she had nobody. Yeah, and she was like, I can't do this by myself. It doesn't get into that, unfortunately. Right, of course Um, not. So it's all speculation, you know. But she left her first husband. She married again. And although her second husband was happy at first to attend the Jehovah's Witnesses meetings, he realized after talking to an elder uh, that for them to accept him, he would have to quit his job as a policeman. Yeah. 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 So dude's a cop. Yeah. And she's with this guy. And mm-hmm. he even, you know, even a cop. I mean, like, you got to understand how people get wrapped into this. Like I said, you and I would look earlier and say, I don't know how people do that. But I get it. Yeah. You know, yeah. he probably sees his wife is doing great. Yeah. Everything's fine. Yeah. I want a piece of that. Sure, I'll go. Not the wife, but a piece yeah. of the good living and, yeah. you know, having your shit together. I'll see what and it's about. And then they're about. like, yeah, no, you can't be a policeman. You know, and the guy's like, yeah, all right. You know. So this prompted her to disassociate herself from Jehovah's Witness a second time. And the disassociation results in the same treatment as this fellow. You know, she she knows where she's going with all this. And then um, her second husband retired from the police force. They moved to Cornwall, uh, you know, out in Europe with their son. And she recalls visiting uh, the Witchcraft Museum out there. Yep. And, uh, and she was shocked by the ways that women were branded as witches and been tortured by people who were supposedly Christian. Mm-hmm. And she thought, if they teach that witchcraft is evil but can perform horrific tortures, then maybe the other side isn't as bad as they say it is. It's like that this meme is, that we've been sharing in the group. Yeah. How come we were taught to fear the witches but not the people that burned the witches? Yeah, yeah. So she's thinking on her own. Yeah. And it's good. Good for her. You know, so th- that's when she starts looking into witchcraft. I wanted to share this story with you because I okay. knew it was just going to like yeah. tug some heartstrings for yeah. you. So with a love of Morris dancing. Been there. <laughs> with a love of Morris dancing as well, she developed an interest in paganism. Mm-hmm. And she was invited to train um, as a, uh, a teaser for um, this festival. Mm-hmm. And her tutor turned out to be... Um, I, I won't say their name, but, um, you know, I'm leaving kind of all names out in this, uh, you know, who, you know, they met at a previous pagan festival and, um, she became the first person in the UK to have her occupation registered with the inland revenue as village, Witch. good for her. Yeah. I thought you'd uh, appreciate that. And, um, she's a respected wise woman in West Cornwall, mm-hmm. uh, and was looking to not only train up a new teaser, but a wise woman who could work alongside of her. Right. Yes. Uh, her second husband eventually divorced her <laughs> due to their lives going in different directions. Yep. I think the one thing I've noticed with people that leave cults is they go in hard in everything. You know? Yes. It's it's so, like, I could get where this guy left again. You know, this guy left. Because mm-hmm. it's like, yeah. you know, there's more to life than... All of this, right. like you, you know, just traded one thing for another. But when you're raised that way, yeah, you know, it's just 
you know, you have this big emptiness I, and, and it's always easier to chase one thing. But I get why she goes all in because yeah. by going all in, she builds that community, that network of people that she had when she was in the church. Mm-hmm. It's, it's this, it's her new church. Yeah. She just traded one church for another. My question with Je- the Jehovah's Witnesses and how you're only supposed to interact with other Jehovah's Witnesses and, you know, if you leave the church, you're disavowed, yada, 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 how their religion is based on scripture, then how do you reconcile Jesus saying, love your neighbor as yourself? Mm-hmm. Because he's literally talking about we need to love one another, not not just us in the church. Yeah. So how do you reconcile that? How do you reconcile if you aren't going to stay with us, you you can't sit with us, you can't talk to us, you can't interact with us. You're you're dead to us. Yeah. Essentially. No, and it's okay, tough because like, okay, elders. Her dad was passing away. And and she got to a point where she was going to promise to go back, just to so Jehovah's she could Witness. say goodbye. His dying wish yeah. was that for her to be back. But then the elders realized that she was with this other wise woman, yes, quote unquote, with yeah. And they lost their mind, of, of course, because of Jehovah's yes. Witness, yes. you know. And it's just this back and forth. It's this terrible story of just you know. And she said, you know, it's just. Um, you know, they're not allowed to go on to further education after leaving school. Mm-hmm. You know, they're told that, you know, college had these wide part, wild parties and drug taking and bad associations. And they didn't want them to have a career as they were pressured to be pioneers, you know. And, you well, know, that's funny. You preach for 90 hours a month and have a small part-time job. You know, it's, it's the religion. The right, religion is yeah. the the deal and you know and she wanted to be a dancer and you know like all this you know yeah. all this stuff you know she you know and uh her sister wanted to be a, a phys ed teacher and they couldn't pursue that stuff without it being difficult without right. parental yeah. support and um uh, so she uh she eventually you know it's a warm story at the end she attended college in her early 30s and um you know stuff with beauty therapy and she went on to get uh diplomas in like holistic therapies and she teaches Reiki and, um, you know, uh, she has a counseling diploma and stuff like that. Yeah. And it's a good story in that regard. Mm-hmm. But I think my problem with the Jehovah's Witnesses is you have enough stuff in the Bible to prove them wrong. Yes. Is what you were getting at just yes. earlier. Yeah. You know, and and that's the, that's the thing. I, I was really excited to do Jehovah's Witness because in my faith, I've had people tell me, you know, oh, you're in a cult. You just don't know it, you know? Mm-hmm. And it's like, yeah, all right, you know, I only do cults once a month and research yeah. them yeah. A to Z, rooted or tutor, but I'll entertain you. I'm sure you, you know, mm-hmm. you might know something about it, you know? And my question is, is, all right, then what do you think what's a your, cult is? Yeah. And they go, what you're in, you know? And it's like, okay, now, now you're just being difficult. Yes. You know, so do what am know? I in? No. And then I ask, so what am I in? You tell me. Mm-hmm. I won't get cocky and arrogant. Yeah. I'll say, you know what? Here's your chance to save me. If you're if you're yep. gonna try to save me, save me, save me. What's my pitch? You know, what's your pitch to me? Because here's the thing. Last week we went to church. 
Mm-hmm. Before that, I didn't go to church for four weeks straight. Right. Between stuff with my mom and stuff sick. going around yeah. and sick and, and yeah. all that stuff. I didn't go to church for four weeks. Now, in the middle of all that, I'd bump into people at the grocery store oh, that yeah. is at church. You know, hey, how you doing? Is yeah. everything all right? How's your mom doing? Mm-hmm. You know, that's the first question everybody asked me now. And I thank everybody for it. Right, you know, yes. I, I'd love the, the warm thoughts. Everybody, how's your mom doing? How's your mm-hmm. mom doing? You know, and, you know, yeah, no, she's good, she's good, you know. I haven't seen you at church. Everything okay? Oh, yeah, you know, I got this stuff going on with my mom. I, you know, I haven't been feeling well, you know. Right. Inhaled ozone gas and couldn't breathe for three days. Yeah. And, you know, just, just crazy stuff, you know. But then we go to church and father lights up yes at the end of service and he's how's your mom you know and and it's just (laughs) not where you been not where have i been how's your mom i didn't have to write a term paper on where the hell i was no i didn't didn't have have to explain explain myself or anything Mm -mm. and then you know we talked we caught up Mm -hmm. got things going and he's you know hopefully see you next week you know and that's like i think people don't they hear all these terrible stories and they don't understand what like a good true Christian church is like. No, they you know? don't. And I think And it's so easy to do association, you know. I think there are people that argue Christianity is a cult and okay, fine. Maybe to some level. You can yeah. you can you can believe that. And I get like we're in the Catholic church and they have been There's some rules. They're they're but There's they've some, also done some pretty shitty stuff. Yeah, but they're they're people. Exactly. And I think at that's the end at of the, the day, they're people. At the end of the day, that's where you tragically flawed humans. That's where you learn that there's good and there's evil. Correct. If you think there's evil, yes, then there has to be good. Right. It's just by default. You can't it's have one the, without the other. And if you believe in good, then that therefore also yeah. means there is evil because you cannot have just goodness. And it doesn't. And it doesn't leave. You know, just because you say you're a Christian or you go to church every week, mm-hmm. I don't care what it's with. Catholic, yeah. Jehovah's yeah. Witness, Baptist, evangel- you know, evangelist, whatever. Mm-hmm. Pick one. Yeah. The fact that you go to church on Sunday and the fact that you pray every day, you could pray every moment. You still are sub- subject to evil. Now, the I hate using the word good Christians and bad Christians, mm-hmm. but I just don't know any other way to put it. The good Christians know this. They know they come right out front because I always hear people say, oh, it's not very Christian-like. I say, yeah, but the fact is, is I know I'm sinning. Yes. That's the big thing. I'm not pretending I'm not. I'm not pretending I'm sinning, Mm -hmm. not sinning. Mm -hmm. And I also know I'm sinning and I'm going to beat myself up about it way more than you are. Yeah. I'm going to go home, I'm going to pray, and I'm going to ask for forgiveness for Treating somebody that I, not well that I should have. Mm -hmm. It's even shortly after it. If you're practicing Christian, you're just like, damn, Mm -hmm. so fucking, I'm just terrible, you know, and just please, God, forgive me for that. I'm sorry. Help me to do better. Because even saying you're sorry on that level and never saying it sorry to the person is at least saying you're sorry. Right. It's It's an admission. It's an admission Mm -hmm. and it's an, and it's a qualifiable admission. Other than just saying, well, this is the way it is and fuck him or her. Yeah. What is that going to get you? Mm-hmm. And I know living in my life, that's not going to get you anything but depression, misery, yeah. 
and you're going to turn into just a terrible person. Yeah. But the fact is, is the good churches don't practice undue influence. Correct. You know, they, they don't have, you know, every religion's going to have a high control group. Mm-hmm. It's just, they have to function. You know, they have to function. If you're organized religion and you have all these churches, you need a group to run the money, right? Yes, you know, to yes, get your yes. nonprofit status with the government and all that stuff. You have this high group, but the moment that group uses undue influence. Mm-hmm. So this is where I'm going to say the Catholics were a cult during the pedophilia. Yes, they were. They were. Yes. And every Catholic that's practicing that can say that out their mouth. Yes. Is a, to me, a good practicing Catholic. Yes. But the church, and here's the thing, the church was the cult, but a lot of the members weren't because they had no idea that stuff was going on. Exactly. And this is where it gets muddy. It gets murky. Mm -hmm. And that's the same thing with Jehovah's Witnesses. Yeah. I'll say the same thing with it. I bet there's a lot of people that are, they get into that and they're like, yeah, this is great. And if you get under, if you're just right under that candy coating, you know, and and you're just kind of like the the practicing Jehovah's Witness, you know, but you're not like the card carrying, you Mm -hmm. know, deal, you know, then yeah, you could probably go through and yeah, I'll donate my time doing this and that or whatever, but there's a whole group you're not going to get into, right? a whole group you're not going to run around with, you know, and they could be this good natured people, but there's this other side that's a dark side. Now, like with the Catholics and the pedophilia, Big time cult. They're covering it up. They're moving. Yeah, they're moving them around. They're moving these yep. pedophile priests around like a shell game, mm-hmm. you know. And and that's that's cult cult like behavior. They're it not is. protecting you. No, you're getting abused, and if you report it, you get punished. Correct. You know, and 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 that's a bad system. But the whole system wasn't like that. Yes, it was just small parts of systems. Yes. You know, there's a lot of people that were going to church at that time and were pissed off more than you because that's their church. Yeah. That's their safety place. Yes. And like, And they're making, you know, those priests that were screwing kids and, and protecting the, the pedophile priests, it wasn't... they were making their good father, their good priest look terrible. Exactly. A good person who devoted their whole life to Christ, devoted their whole life to the scriptures and and just the 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 light and the word of God exactly and it should also be noted it was not every priest in every church Mm-mm. and for example take any city there's more than one Catholic church oh there's a ton of them yeah that doesn't mean every priest in every one of those church yeah. churches is diddling kids yeah. that's not what that meant that meant you know maybe there was one priest yeah. who was a problem. In that one city. Yeah. Or if you were in a bad city, there were multiple no, priests and, and multiple churches. And that's the problem with people yeah. is, is, you know, you'll hear it on the news and then everybody goes, oh, you see all the priests are fucking kids. Yeah. You know, and it's just it, insert that same statement with everything. They're going to have something with the news. Oh, you see why all these people are racist? Yeah. You know, or you see why all these people are, you know, are just, you know taking your money, mm-hmm. you know, just insert whatever stupid. That's where I think the news is just the worst thing ever. Not a and fan. unfortunately we're strapped to it because we need information on what's going on around us. But, but it's just uh it's a bad situation like that, but you have these like good practicing Catholics or, you know, in this sense where they had a good person of faith running their, their church. Right. And, 
and had nothing to do with any of that stuff. And, and that just, I, I, people look past the point of, it just shows that evil can crawl anywhere. Yes. It can get into the deepest of good and it can destroy even that, you know, but at the end, the light prevails, the good prevails. Now, Jehovah's Witnesses, the problem is, is you have these elders and they run the show. It goes from yeah. Warwick right down. Yeah. And for you to maneuver anywhere, Warwick has to give the nod what's, or these supporting elders have to give the nod. What's worse is if you're a member of the church, at least in the Catholic church, if you said your priest was doing X, Y, or Z to you, yeah, they would move that that priest you might get some hush money. Yeah, yeah. But in the Jehovah's Witness religion, if you go in and say this person assaulted or molested you, yeah. If they take that to the elders, the elders won't even recognize it as being a thing unless there are two witnesses. Well, mm-hmm. how many pedophiles are going to molest a child in front of witnesses. Yeah. yeah. So they're essentially telling this person, ah, we don't have we don't have two witnesses, so didn't happen. So now you're left with your I your abuser. Yeah. And your abuser's like haha. Yeah, you it's know, there's nothing you could do about it. It's a, it's a tough situation, and, and I think the comfort that I've gotten in researching these cults is people, at the end of the day, just don't like being lied to. No. It doesn't matter what it is. Yeah. It could be a, a government trying to lie to its own people. Yeah. It could be a religion lying to its own flock. Yeah, at the end of the day, we um, just want to know the truth. At the end of the day, people, even if they don't know the truth, they just can also know they're being lied to. Like, yeah. you know, that's possible. You don't have to know the truth to know you're being lied to. Yeah. You know, you can just know that somebody's just. Trust your bullshit meter. Yeah. And then, and then the problem is, is that's a slippery slope because like, once you know you're getting lied to, then the whole respect, mm-hmm. the, the, the ropes of respect are just severed in half. Yeah. You know, and you're just like, well, yeah, obviously if, you know, I'm not being treated this way. Mm-hmm. You know, if I'm being treated this way, then, you know, what the hell do they really think about me? You know, what yeah. do they think? I'm a fucking idiot. What do they, you know, and that's where, um, you know, when I was younger, I used to, oh, I used to hate lies mm-hmm. and watching people deceive others. And then as I've gotten older, I realized, you know what? It may take days. It may take months. It may take years, but eventually it just doesn't work. Right. It doesn't work. It's a, it's just a flawed model. It's been flawed for since humankind was around. Mm-hmm. Humans seek the truth. They seek it. They want it. Mm-hmm. And if they don't get it, they'll look somewhere else for it. Right. That's why I brought up the, the story of that woman there. Mm-hmm. I felt bad for her at the end of the day because it's like you were just seeking something. Yeah. And, and you got to find that in yourself. And, you know, I get it. You have to go and do other things to find it in yourself. But, you know, to me, she just stepped into another another group. I'm not going to say a cult. But no, a group. she just replaced one. One group with another. Organization with another. Yeah. Yeah. And 
she didn't necessarily learn from her mistakes. You know what I mean? Yeah. But the hard part is she was born into it. Yeah. And you just. That's all she knew. Yeah. That's all you know. I I think my, my best advice to people that are stuck in groups. And there's a lot of people stuck in groups right now. Yes. I'm just going to leave it at that. I'm not going to say what groups. There's yeah. a lot of groups, but there's there's a lot of groups that people are stuck in. And you got to ask yourself, we do we do this every episode with cults, but it's just true. You got to ask yourself if I were to leave all this today, how much of this would come with me? Yeah. And when I say how much of this would come with me, the friends, yeah. the circles you're yeah. with, the groups you run around, cuz there's people now that are are holding everything back inside just so they can be in this group of people. Right. Or you know? remain in a group of people, or, even if they don't necessarily. Yeah. Or can't even ask a question. Right. Yes. You know, just can't even ask a question and go, well, you know, how come this other side does this? What are you, what are you, what are you going over there now? What are you, you know, and, and the whole group just snaps back at you. You know, if you were to change your mind and change your ways with things, because this is where I think I am amazingly fortunate in the group of people I'm around. Mm -hmm. I don't have to be in a certain political group. No. It may make the conversation a little easier. Yeah. But the fact is, is I, I don't have to be in a, a certain political group. I don't have to be in a certain religion. No. I don't have to have a certain type of job. No. I don't have to have a certain type of monetary status. No. I don't have to have any of those things. And there's people that I know I could call them today and say, hey, man, I know I haven't spoke to you in a long time, but I could really use your help. And you know what they'd say? Yeah, What do sure. you need? What do you need? Do you what know? I can. And I felt so reassured with that when my mom got diagnosed with lung cancer. Yeah. There's so many people that came out of the work. Hey, heard about your mom. I'm so sorry. You need anything or she needs yep. anything, let me know. You know, and I haven't talked to him in, in a long time and it has nothing to do with anything. It's just life. You know, life goes by. Yeah. But but the fact is, is I do realize that not there's not a lot of people that have that. And they're in these groups. And it's like, look, if these groups are are keeping you trapped. Yes. And it's preventing you from pursuing your dreams mm -hmm. or just even preventing you from learning something. Yes. If you're afraid to walk in with a group of your friends and say you wanted to read something and just to cover that book leveled them mm -hmm. and was just like, what are you fucking reading that for? And that could be a religion. That could be a political anything. group. It could it, be it's anything. anything, you know, I, that's my challenge to you in your group, in your circle. If you were to able to hold a book of their opposition. Right. And they just slammed you hard mm -hmm. and publicly, like, did it publicly. Yes. So they're looking worthy and they're looking, yeah. you know, like they're doing the right thing of the group. I, you have to take a step back and ask yourself, what the hell am I in? I, let me present this the way you deal with dissenting speech is with more speech not yeah. limiting speech so if for example you're in a group of people and they have a hard line against another group of people i personally in my life always found it important to figure out 
what that other group's thoughts, beliefs, whatever yeah. it is, really is. Because yeah. a lot of times it's not what it's presented as. Mm. So it's worth that. It, it's worth doing doing the work. It's worth checking it out. Yeah. It's worth looking into it. If for no other reason, so that when you are talking with someone, you are educated on the topic. Yeah. But to just sim- simply spit out the the company line, if you will, or toe mm-hmm. the company line, yeah. it's bullshit. That's not free thinking. No, That's it's not. not free speech. No. No, it's not. And that's being a sheep. And I don't care where it is. Like no. I said, I'm not hitting no. any specific group. It's all the groups, you know. Yes. I when I started going back to church at this church, I remember talking to, you know, father and I was just sitting there. I was like, I was like, you know, I was like, uh, it was about Bibles we were talking about. Mm-hmm. I was talking to him at yeah. the rectory and, and, you know, I was shocked by his answer because I knew sure as shit he was probably going to be like, you need to read a Catholic Bible. You need to, you know, and he was just yeah. like, no, he's like, just any Bible. Yeah. There are the point is to Bible. read the Bible. Read the Bible. Yeah. It's all good. Whichever one reaches you. Yeah. Whichever one encourages you to continue to, up, to open up to that To pick cover, it up and read it. Yeah. You know. That's yeah. your Bible. So for religions, if you've got one that's, no, it's this book and yes. only this book, that's a flag. It is you a know, flag. That's a flag you need to look out for. Because I... I we started doing these episodes and I was like, I, I want them to be beneficial mm-hmm. to a certain degree. Like when yeah. we started them, I'm like, yeah. I hope it's beneficial at the end. I hope it's not just another episode. These I wanted to be a little more special because they're impactful they and are. they destroy lives. They destroy families. They yes. destroy just social networks. They, they do. destroy cultures yeah. Yeah. if they get too crazy. And it's like, uh, even if you follow a specific political party, Yes. You know, if you were a Republican and you slammed down a Michael Moore book or you're just carrying it yeah. and all your friends are like, what are you reading that fucking shit for? Mm-hmm. Well, then, you know, just say, hey, I'm just looking to see what he thinks about or yeah. I'm just looking to see what's going on. And if and if that group of people you're in says, oh, well, all right, you know, and maybe insert a wisecrack joke, but like you're still invited to things and stuff yeah. like that then that's a decent group to be in. Right. Now, if they sit there and say, I'm not going to talk to anybody that reads fucking Michael Moore. You're a fucking asshole or yeah. just whatever. Then you need to ditch these people. You need to find a different group. Find a different group. Maybe it's a different people in a similar type of Correct. group. Yeah. Or start talking to the other side. Yeah. Maybe maybe you're... Maybe you are aligned with the other maybe side. Maybe you're an independent. Maybe yeah. you're a Democrat. And yeah. it's the same thing with a Democrat. If you were to walk in and just slap a Glenn, book down, Glenn Beck book down... Yeah. You know, and, and just say, you know, yeah, I'm reading this, uh, you know, and if they have that same response of, well, what the fuck you reading that? You know, he's the devil, blah, 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 or whatever, mm-hmm. you know, and, and you start feeling the shunning, yes. you know, you, you got to be careful with that. It's, yes. be, it's behavior control. Yes. It's information control. It's thought control and it's emotional control. Mm-hmm. And if you're getting any of those tossed your way, I hate to break it to you. You might be in a cult. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, uh, you know, if, if, um, and if you're in that situation and you're concerned, talk with somebody that is separate from all of it. Yeah. You That's need to talk best. to someone outside of the group that you're in and outside of any other kind of group that's near it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And you need a, you need an 
independent yep. third party who's not emotionally vested or vested in yeah. any. And and if you and if you're really desperate and you need somebody, you can email us at oth at seriouslydecent.com. And we Come can on. Re- put that email address that we have to use. We can well, yeah, but you know, we can hopefully help you out. And if we can't, yeah. we'll try and point we'll f- you in the direction of someone who can. Yeah, we'll find some help, without a doubt. So with that being said, yeah. That's pretty much Jehovah's Witnesses, I would say. It is. It's you know. enough. I know we'll have to do another one. Yes. You know. At I some need point. to share my story of the summer of the Jehovah's Witnesses. It was this mm-hmm. woman and her son, and oh my God, it was like at I, least once a week. I almost wanted to see if someone would come on. I was looking into that. Yeah. And, th- and then that's when I sat there and I was like, that could be another episode. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Because that's where I was thinking. I was like, instead of talking about the cults, let's see if we can get someone in. Yeah. You know, let's, uh, let's get a cultist. Warwick's not far away. No, it's you not. know, I mean, you know, we might be they able They won't to, let us in. Well, we might be able to get, a, you know, the elders or something like that. <laughs> you know, it'd be pretty cool. Or not. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, that that does Jehovah's Witnesses for us. Sure does. What do we got next week? The Count de Saint Germain. Yes. He should sound familiar from our Black Magic episode. Mm-hmm. So we're going to deep dive in him. Yeah. I think um, I, I I have most of the uh, the lifting done on that one. Mm-hmm. And uh, I learned a lot. I didn't know. Uh, I didn't know a whole much of about it, so Pretty I was excited. Fascinating to... uh, fella. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Very cool, and I'm, I'm. I can't wait to talk about it next week. So. Yeah. With that being said, rule number one. No, Ouija boards, guys. I can't believe I have to tell you this every week. Yeah. But here we are. Exactly. And there'll still be another Ouija board story. <sighs> yeah, there will. <laughs> number two. No dolls. Three. No capes. Four. No blood rituals. Five. No cults. Satanic or otherwise. (laughs) And hey, you know what? Celebrate your fucking birthday. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Celebrate your birthday. Here's a holiday you could celebrate. Halloween pretty soon. Yeah, man. (laughs) Get yourself some candy. You want to be a hero? Hand out full-size candy bars if you're able. If you're able. Next. No apathy. You need to act to help enact a positive change in the world. Know someone in a cult? Maybe sit down and talk to them. Sit down and talk to them. Yeah. Yeah. Have a little chit-chat. Yeah. Don't be judgmental. No. Just, it's amazing what listening will do. You jumped the gun. I did. Number seven. Do you seven, have something on black-eyed children? Don't let the black-eyed children <laughs> in. Yeah. Don't talk to them. Don't look at them. Don't engage. Yeah. So I'll say again, it's amazing the the power of listening. Yeah, it's amazing what happens when you, number eight, just... Number eight, it's a rule. Listen. Oh, my goodness. So, uh, folks, we have to go because it's 15 minutes past Dean's dinner time. I don't know if you As you just heard. heard. See, he heard it and he's saying it, so... Have a lovely day, a wonderful week. And make good choices. We're coming, Dino!